Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Halal Show Season 4 Mix Number 29. Hey, 29, feeling fine. Welcome to the Halal Show. Hey, this mix is brought to you by GoTime Bank. Yep, with no missions or limits to worry about, GoTime Bank offers a 5% per annum interest rate. Hashtag It's GoTime for simple, sustainable, and secure savings. That's right. Hashtag Simplify with GoTime Bank. GoTime Bank offers an interest rate. 50 times higher than traditional banks. So watch your hard-earned money grow with a 5% per year savings interest rate. No missions and no limits. Yep. Download the GoTime Bank app now to open an account today. Yeah, you can check out the links in the mix description wherever you're listening to this podcast on. But welcome to the Halada Show. That's Rika G over there. Hi, Rika G. How are you? Hi, I'm good. And then that's JC all the way in the Philippines. Well, if you're listening in the Philippines... I'm all the way here in the UK. UK, but we're making it happen. And for all the first-time listeners, let's let's give you a little bit of a rundown. Now we got a brief yes. view on what's going okay, on. Okay, so this happens because of the power of the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have not seen each other in almost a year, but it's okay. It's been like it's two fun years, because, bro. <laughs> I know, more like two years. I didn't even see okay. you before you left. <laughs> we were both still in the Philippines. <laughs> but um, yes, um, this is possible also because we do Where You Been. And that's where we start. We tell you all about our lives, what we watched. And oh my gosh, I watched something new. Did so you? that's pretty exciting. Okay. That's pretty exciting. All right. And then after that, we do have our TTs. What are our TTs? Our TTs are our trending topics for today. Uh, you can jump to the timestamps, by the way, if you want to just skip to those. Uh, there are our trending topics. So we are talking about Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend kind of putting him on blast. And, you know, we've talked a lot about Jonah Hill on this podcast, yeah, how much we love his... Positively. Yeah, positively. <laughs> uh, but this time, uh, we're going to have to delve... Uh, we have to do a little reflection on Jonah Hill and uh, maybe his character because she posted screenshots of a text message exchange between herself and Jonah Hill and some things that he was re- requesting for her to do back in the day when they were together. So we'll, we'll delve into that. Uh, we're also going to talk about the new PagCore logo that has got the internet in a frenzy. Memes are popping up left and right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen it already? <laughs> no, I've actually I've only seen the person who redid the logo. Okay, okay. with the same brief. Right. Yeah, right. and probably not for three million pesos. Yeah, some people are <laughs> are uh, kind of dissecting this logo, saying, "Wow, I can't believe it was worth that much." People are wondering why. They even went with this direction in terms of logo uh, design. We'll also talk a little bit about the the logo designer because he's actually done a lot of great stuff. So we'll, mm. we'll delve into that. And then the last thing, uh, last titi rather, is uh, regarding drag race PH contestant, uh, Pur- I hope I'm saying this right, Pura Luca Vega, who had a video go mm. viral on Twitter because they posted their performance of them uh, in, co- I guess you call it costume? Is that what you call it, costume? Yeah, costume. Costume, uh, dressing yeah. up as Jesus and and kind of performing to the Lord's Prayer or uh, Amanamin, uh, the, the Filipino mm-hmm. version of the Lord's Prayer. 
and uh, what people are saying about that. And we also have an odd diba that Arika tagged me in a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it says there, there's a post there that says, if you're bored, just go to the Wendy's page on Facebook. And if you go to their, the Wendy's page, I can't even describe <laughs> it's it. It's weird. It seems like it's weird, bro. But, you know, it's like the whole thing is... It's its own brand. Yeah. It's not the Wendy's brand, right. but it's its own brand. I feel like it's being controlled by a 15-year-old gamer of like some it. sort. I like me. it. <laughs> I know. I know you would. Yeah. So if you want to jump to any of those TTs right away, uh, just click on the timestamps. But let's begin with Where You Been, where we talk about our lives. And Rika G is going first this week. And you watch something new. So let's start with I that. I did. Yes, I did. And I started watching Black Mirror. I'm already at the episode of... I'm doing one a night because I feel like if I binge it one night, I'll be... Sad. Really sad. Existential crisis. <laughs> I know. So right now, I'm at... I don't know the title, but I'm I'm the one at... Uh, the one with the outer space. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Beyond Aaron the sea. Paul. Beyond the sea. Beyond the sea. Yes, exactly. That was sad, man. Mm. Also, a little bit for me, like you kind of see it. You kind of see that it's going to happen, I yeah. guess. No spoilers. It was a little bit predictable, <laughs> man. It was a little predictable. A little bit predictable, yeah. But I do like the first one. Um, the, I do like the first one. It's very Black Mirror. The Netflix one, right? Like the one where it's kind of yes. like a streaming service? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Streamberry. Streamberry. Mm. Streamberry. Tababa. <laughs> <laughs> Streamberry. Yeah, yeah. Streamberry. And then the second one doesn't feel like I was watching a Black Mirror episode. It just kind of feels like... Which one was the second one? Um, the second one was the Irish or a Scottish. Oh, I like that one. one. That one was my favorite one I of the do. season. I do like it. I like it. I like it very much. But it seemed like I was watching like a true crime episode mm. of... Yeah, like a, on its own. Yeah. Um, but I do recommend that one too. So I'm at the third already, and maybe tonight I'm gonna watch a fourth one. Oh, you didn't watch the you didn't there? watch the Maisie Day one, the one I told you is the worst one of all time. Not not yet, <laughs> oh, no. not yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. How many episodes are there? Six? I, I think there's only five. Eight? Five yet. Yeah, ah, okay, five. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Um, well there, I watched something new, which is, you know, always great for great. me. <laughs> um, but yeah, this week was amazing because it was ryan's birthday birthday. yeah so i think that's the that's like the main event of this week and i did not do anything for my master's (laughs) degree like all of my requirements went out the window Mm. because we were just celebrating but yes so we celebrated we went to his tita's house here in sorry and then we had a barbecue so iho iho kami it just so happens that a lot of us got a tummy ache after but you know it happens it happens <laughs> Wait, when what? you eat a lot <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> okay you eat a lot okay yeah we eat a lot so wala naman uy grabe ako yung nagpahid ng ano banana ketchup okay yeah sige 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 and then we had like Sensrival, which was so good. It was homemade by um, Ryan Stita, and it was amazing. And what else? What else did we do? We went to, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they went to go basketball, and then I just hung around, you know, as a, as a wag. As a wag. <laughs> <laughs> as a wag, what do you like to do on the sidelines? Um, you know, like drink champagne, right. probably. <laughs> Post stealthies. <laughs> no, oi, 
Uy, grabe. Pag nakita mo yung shooting ko, you will be proud of me. Really? As in, nagpa-practice ako ng shooting ko. I've yeah. never seen you uh, hold any sort of uh, like basketball or I've never seen you with yeah. any sort of uh, sports like utility thing ever. Yeah, because actually I am not the kind of uh, athlete that holds a ball. Mm. <laughs> I don't like very bally stuff. So right. I mean, I I do love volleyball. It's just that you know I don't play it a lot. I'm garbage you at need volleyball, it. dude. It's so fun. I always I had a volleyball back in the Philippines, and I was I would always bring it in beach trips, and I would force people because you can't play volleyball by yourself. Yeah, you can bounce it around, yeah. but you mm-hmm. know you can't play a game. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I always bring my volleyball around before in beach trips, and I would force everybody to play volleyball. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, that was really fun, and then we did get uh, we did surprise Ryan with you know those like bicycle stands where you can ride inside. It converts your bicycle into an indoor bicycle. Oh yeah, where you just put it on, so your wheels just spin in the same spot. Yes, exactly. But you take out the back wheel. It's a whole thing. It's called a it's called a Zwift, and at the same time, it's such a cool app. So you register on the app um, on your computer, and then you can ride with a lot of people. And then there are also like actual pro cyclists that ride on Zwift. So there would be events where you can ride with them, but they're in their own homes, and you're in your own home, which is like super cool. Mm. Um, and it's good for me because I've always dreamt of a uh, an indoor bicycle, but I always think that it's sayang. Sayang kasi siya because I have my own bicycle and I can just ride outside. So what I would do is I would just go to like, you know, Electric Studio or, you know, all those indoor bicycle um, group ride yeah, things. Studios. But studios. Um, but sometimes it's expensive. So this is, well, to be honest, this one is a bit pricey as well. That thing that converts your bicycle into an indoor bicycle, but parang for me it's sulit. It's a one-time especially payment. For, it's a one-time payment, and especially for Ryan who rides so much, and then addition additional paho who rides my bike so much as well. Um, for me, it's such a good buy. So yeah, um, his brother gifted him the Zwift indoor bicycle thingy you guys can look for it see how much it is (laughs) yeah you guys can look for it um on google and see what it looks like and what it does i don't think i'm describing it very well right now but it is super cool um we did get oh sorry we did um shop for skincare yesterday which was really nice combination i mean I have my own skincare routine already. I got it down. I got it locked in. I'm good. I'm secured. Um, so okay. we did get Ryan's skincare yesterday, and we stuck with the the ordinary. That's the brand. And I know you know the ordinary. I you've seen it before, maybe. right? Is it one of those things that pop up on my Instagram stories? Maybe, <laughs> but it's it's very. You can actually you. It's um you. I'm sure you're going to remember it because the bottles look like they're medicine bottles. Like a lot of them have droppers and a lot of them have like amber colored bottles. Mm. So yun yung parang look ng the ordinary. Ah, so yeah, yung mukhang ano, him. mukhang ano, reseta. Yung mukhang medicine. Yeah, yung mukhang, 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 yung mukhang,
But yeah, we did. It was really fun. It was really fun. And it was um, also a little bit nerve wracking because I thought I was going to mall jail because we keep getting going out of the drugstore and my bag keeps beeping. Like oh, no. it keeps. Yeah, the, Dude, the whole you security not thing. You survive mall jail. Or you Bro, mall jail, <laughs> mall jail is intense. Oh my mall god, mall jail is the worst. <laughs> I would not want to be in mall jail. Dude, you gotta have so, all your receipts. Oh no, I know. Oh, no, because you know how here, like you would. Well, you know, everywhere you have the option to not get your receipt, and this time around, I got my receipt. And then mm-hmm. they, you know, they didn't pat me down. They just had to get my bag again. They had to check everything if oh, I paid no. for it. This what if I didn't I accidentally didn't pay for one and then I said oh no and you know I, I did the whole thing oh no I'm so sorry I didn't pay for it would they believe me and they wouldn't believe or you would man they... you're going straight to mall Bro. jail man don't don't collect 200 go back to jail <laughs> am I gonna be the person last week that we talked about with the cookies oh no voluntary honesty is the key man can you imagine if I just say that? I'm going to pay you through, you know, bank transfer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not going to work. But yeah, so there. I think those are the only things that happened this week, yeah. probably. At least you're we get, he's eat. getting into skincare. Like, that's something that I've always yeah. struggled with because mm-hmm. I try to get into it, but I'm just so lazy at the end of the day and at the morning. What's the key? Tell me. I think the key is to stick with maybe one or two products, especially if you're new with it, because you don't really need a lot of those niacinamide, salicylic, whatever thingies. Um, just stick with like a serum, a moisturizer, maybe just a moisturizer, and then that's it. I, I hear a sunblock like, is like the one at the top. Oh, yeah. I, I got, uh, oh, yeah. Marissa got me a Chocobo sure. Cotton Soft Sunstick. Ooh, and, I like uh, that. It's, it's like a, it's like those lip balms that you, you know, the sticks, but it's for your face. It's crazy. I've never seen yes. these things before. I feel yes, nice. It's actually a big thing. It's a big thing right now. Sunsticks are like the it it's thing. the it thing oh i'm and in the know man yes yes <laughs> right. it is I'm and i do recommend i do recommend that you use it even if you're inside the mm-hmm. house because uv rays are just they're everywhere and you know can you imagine when you're 60 and marissa looks like she's 25 and you look like you're 78 can True. you imagine <laughs> so catch up man <laughs> Catch up, man. <laughs> and Marissa has great skin. I've seen it. So, you know, Oy, you gotta mo. keep up. You gotta keep up, man. <laughs> she says, stop okay. it. It's not that great. Stop it. Come on, man. You're kidding me. Come You're on. joshing me. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, I think those are all the things that happened this week. Sometimes I can't even remember because days get jumbled up because there would be days where I would just be applying for jobs left and right. And I think, you know what? I do want to get into this topic just a little bit. I am applying for jobs right now. And it is so... I do know that, you know, they don't get back to you within a day, obviously. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they won't even tell you if the position has been filled and it's not you. I get that. And um, and it's just so crazy to me. And I never really, honestly, I never really had an expectation of myself and when I'll be 30 years old. I should have a house or a car or family or kids. <laughs> I never had that in my head. I never had those expectations of me. It's just that I did not expect that 
at 30, I would feel like I would be a fresh grad. Yeah. But here's the thing. I always have to remind myself that I am not a fresh grad. You know, I do have experience and I do have things in the bag. And, you know, you have all of these skills that you can actually, you know, show the people who are hiring you. It's just so hard to remember when you're when you're there typing up your resume, editing your CV to fit the profile of the company and stuff like that. And it's and honestly, if you are looking for a job right now, I am uh, I do recommend advice with Erin on TikTok and Instagram. And she gives solid advice about, you know, how to build your CV and what to write when you have this much experience or if you don't have experience. She gives solid advice for people who want to, like, apply for corporate jobs. Mm. Uh, so you guys can check that out. Even if you just want to build your CV again or if you just want to, like, make it look good um, or presentable, I suggest advice with Aaron. That's good because I haven't uh, made a CV in uh, 10 years, <laughs> I would yeah, say. say. You know, it's so good because advice with Aaron, she gives examples about, let's say, let's say you were a receptionist in um, in an office. And for a lot of people, they would just put receptionist. Mm-hmm. But um, she gives advice on what, how to like plump it up. Yeah. Because obviously being a receptionist, yeah, being a receptionist, obviously maybe for some people's ears, it's like simple. But, you mm-hmm. know, you deal with paperwork, you deal with scheduling, you deal with a lot of things. So yun yung parang ginagawa niya ng paraan na, oh, this is what you say instead of just being this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm a voice cool. master. That's yeah, exactly. I, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um so I highly, highly suggest that. Um, but obviously still take it with a grain of salt because there would be times that you would have to kind of like um tailor your CV for a company. So what are it. your uh, where, where do you cause here in the Philippines, uh mm. may mga, no, like uh LinkedIn is good. I think there's job street, yeah. but uh, a big I, I was talking about this a while ago um facebook is huge for finding jobs mm. i i don't think it's the same over there huh you must be looking through like certain websites that are no actually right now and i don't know if it's a thing in like the corporate world in the philippines but right now for you to get jobs you have to be connected with the right people or you have to be like part of some sort of like yung kumpaga specific let's say facebook group or specific um google i don't know network mm. or something that um, newsletter um, for you to get the jobs. Because here's the thing. I checked yesterday. I was applying for a job at ITN. It's like a, it's like a publication here or a, um, parang, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> media, media I was, place. Uh, a media, media place. Um, but I was applying for a job there. And then I checked on their LinkedIn. The job wasn't posted there. Oh. But because I was part of the UK Audio Network, so it's a very specific like newsletter that you get when you're part of that and when you're part of like the audio world, mm-hmm. you get the job listing. I see. But if you just look on LinkedIn, voila. Well, I get it. So it's very uh, they're, they're really you need to be in the right channels, huh? You got to have yes, the right channels. Yes, need to be in the right channels, and it depends on what it is. Because right now for us, it's like WhatsApp and you know that that newsletter thing. Um, so you got to know and you got to be open to it. Um, but yeah, those are just the things. I'm not 
like a, a whole a expert mm. on applying for jobs. It's just that I've been learning a lot recently, um, you know, putting myself out there. But also it's scary and it's nerve wracking because I have sent probably 10 emails already this week. Yeah. I have not gotten anything. But the thing is, you only need one reply. Yeah, you got this, dude. I remember job searching in the States before. I literally, because mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, in college, right? I would send five a day for like a month. So you do the math on that. That's like a hundred and whatever, 120 yeah. or 130. I, I am bad at math, right? I, I don't lead with that on my resume, but what is that? Like 150, <laughs> 150 <laughs> applications in, can in a month. Can do basic math. Yeah, I can do basic math. <laughs> 150 <laughs> applications, man. And I probably maybe got three or four, but I eventually yeah. landed a job. So it really is, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's an exercise in like perseverance, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I do want to end with that. And here's another exciting thing. Actually, I feel like I'm gonna discuss more of that because I do have a podcast recording lined up with Kara Erigel. Oh, after after thirty. Oh, it's gonna happen. Is this gonna be your thirty-year-old? Because you when you did it last, it is. you were younger. It is. So now you're. Yes. Oh wow! I can't wait. <laughs> it is. Oh gosh. Oh no, man. So yeah, I feel like that's where I'm gonna get into the details okay. of it. So cool. watch out for the episode. It's we haven't recorded yet, but it's gonna be this week. All right. Nice. So man. there, Finn. Yeah. Hey, on on just to kind of build off of that note. Uh, you know, here in the Philippines, I was mentioning how Facebook is a huge thing. If there's anyone in the uh, independent, creative, and whatever, like arts and multimedia and marketing, on Facebook, there's a group. And I think you're part of it too, Rika G. I think I got you into it a while yeah. back. It's called ICAP. ICAP? Yeah, ICAP. Yeah. And Marissa just got a job from there because I, I, I got her into the page like a month ago. And she sent a bunch of uh, emails. And she got a job in like two weeks. So if you're into that, like they, they have a lot of marketing, graphic design jobs. Just search for it on Facebook, ICAP, and it stands for Independent Creatives and Advertising Professionals. I get a lot of yeah. voiceover work and hosting work from there as well. So yeah, man, uh, the job hunt is, it's a grind, but I can't wait to hear when you finally land a job. You're going to get one, man. I already feel it, dude. It's going to happen. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh, um, as for this week, <clears throat> since you started with what I watched that was, uh, what you watched that was new, I watched two movies in theaters. The first one was Insidious Red Door. Uh, so if you're a fan of the Insidious movies, I know, didn't you like the first one or two? Did you, Were you a fan of Insidious, the horror movie? Um, nah. I wasn't really, not yeah. really. I mean, I found it, yeah, super scary. You know, there were jump scares. It, it but was good. It's the first, really the first two were good. Uh, this red door yeah. was ass. <laughs> 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 I cannot recommend it less. It was not good. It was just, I don't know, because a lot of it was, you know, you mentioned jump scares. The jump scares were super formulaic. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's okay, a spoiler, yeah. but basically what, how it worked was like, they did it like four or five times in a movie where you see something in the background and then you're expecting it and then they turn around and they're not there. And then all of a sudden they're right there by their side. Like, you know, it's a very typical jump scare format. And they did it like four or five times. The story was super convoluted. And, you know, if you've ever watched Insidious, they go into this like spirit realm. I forgot the name, the forward or something like that. The upside down. It's like it's okay. like the upside down like the upside in Stranger down. Things. <laughs> but the way they did it this time, it did not feel like the first movies, the first few movies. And it was just not it was not good, man. I, I was very disappointed. Uh, but uh, because of that, I'd said, you know, we got to make up for this uh, terrible 
movie movie uh, experience. Yesterday, we watched Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 with my boy Tom Cruise, who is the greatest movie star of this era i would say <laughs> like he ha- he makes the greatest movies man i mean if you we, if you watch top gun last year if you watch any of the mission impossible movies i really love uh the other uh what is it uh fudge what's the name of that movie edge of tomorrow is one of my favorite movies of all time tom cruise just knows how to make blockbuster movies now it's called dead reckoning part one so you can already expect my bibitinka it was pretty good mm. um Although I will admit, it's not as good as the most recent, maybe three or four Mission Impossibles. So I feel like the story is a little bit weird. Uh, there's a whole like chat GPT AI aspect to it as well, which was interesting. So I hope they build upon it. But just for the the last scene alone, which is on set on a train, it's worth the price of admission. Like no matter what you feel about the storyline or the or the like that the script. The, the action sequences are just so good, man. And I would just recommend it in general just because of that. But I don't know if anyone's watched it. Maybe you can you feel the same about me. Like there was a little bit of uh, it was a little lacking in terms of story, which I hope they kind of expound on in part two when it comes out next year. So those are the two movies that I watched in theaters. I did host that 50th birthday party that I talked about last week. How was it? It was pretty cool, man. Like, it was a easy, easy breezy hosting. Like, all I did was facilitate some games. And, you know, it's really, I, I said it in my opening spiel. Like, 50, like celebrating 50 years is something that I, I feel like, wow, would I ever do that? Because I dread my birthdays, right? Like, I really dread my birthdays. But I, I feel like... At that point, because I, I looked up, a, there's a quote that I saw online so that I can include it in my opening spiels. And it said, uh, it's from Victor Hugo, who's a writer. It said that 40 is the old age of youth, but 50 is the youth of old age. Uh, I don't know if that really makes sense, but uh, to me, it kind of hit like. Okay, okay, I get I, it. Right? Like, yeah. like 50 is like the beginning of like the second half of your life. And you are still young in terms of the second half of your life. And you could really tell from the uh you know the celebrants as well as the the people that were there there were a lot of big wigs there like i didn't really know them because i don't really follow local politics on the like the mayor levels but there were mayors there former mayors there were congressmen i don't know man it was i i felt like i was surrounded by like a bunch of lawyers and political people it was pretty nuts like established established people, people. <clears throat> yeah and it was just, I don't know, it, it was really a really good time. And they, they I feel like I, I did a good job because everyone seemed to have a, a blast. They, 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 they even made me stay a little bit to like hang out and watch. Salvador. Uh, Miguel Salvador. <laughs> he performed and he was in, he was in skin tight uh, black uh, pants. I don't know if that was big in the 70s or whatever, but they were loving it. So. That's pretty much what I did this week, man. Um, I've been just like you. I, I know you've been job hunting, so I've been looking for new avenues of work to do. I also bought a new camera. I remember talking to you about Ooh, this. I bought a yeah, DJI yeah, yeah, yeah. Osmo Pocket or DJI Pocket Two, and wow, it is really nice. And I would highly suggest it to anybody that maybe wants to just start to get into any sort of content creation, whether it be you know vertical video for TikTok or Reels. Or maybe, uh, you know, for a YouTube channel, because it is very uh, diverse. Like, you can use it for all sorts of things. It has a built-in gimbal, so you can, you know, it's you can have steady shots. And I got a great deal off of Facebook Marketplace 
from a reliable seller. Like Facebook Marketplace for me is where I find like gems. Uh, I don't know if it's a huge thing over there, but if you ever need electronics at, you know, secondhand electronics, if you just do enough research, you will find like steals. And this was like, I saved like 8K, I think, 8 or 9K off of retail with warranty still intact for another almost two years. Wow. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. So do your research. That is cool. Yeah, do your research. But also, that is a steal because usually you would see. You would see it like, oh yeah, it's in your price range, but no, mm, no warranty. Yeah. And sometimes you would do away with mm-hmm. it and be like, mm, it's yeah. Fine. <laughs> if you have the manufacturer, because you can always check the manufacturer warranty based on the like the what do you call it, the QR code on the on the barcode. So you can always mm-hmm. just ask for that and then check it on the manufacturer website. That's just for DJI. Some some other things like GoPro has it as well. So make sure that you ask for that if you're ever looking, just in case. You never know, right? You never know uh, when you might need the warranty. So yeah. That's pretty much what I did this week, man. Uh, shall we wapow to our first TT? Wapow. All right. We're talking Jonah Hill. Uh, specifically, we're talking about uh, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend. Her name is Sarah Brady. And uh, last Friday, she posted a series of Instagram stories. And uh, she posted some screenshots of messages, uh, message exchange between herself and Jonah Hill. And one of the screenshots that really caught people's attention was a screenshot of Jonah Hill listing a bunch of things that he did not want her to do anymore if she wanted to continue being in a relationship with him. And I, I know you, you sent me this as well, so I don't know if you have the screenshot up. I do, yeah, I do. Go ahead, read it Yeah, so the screenshot, the main screenshot that was on the headlines right now was of her surfing in a bathing suit. So it's a one-piece bathing suit. And then Jonah Hill says, this is the actual screenshot, and this is what he actually says. Respect however you want to live your life, and you only get one sort of done with explaining myself. And then Sarah Brady replied with, and I don't know the context of this, mm-hmm. but this is what she replied with. Three removed, not the video yet. It is my best surfing video. Would you feel better if the cover frame was different? Any more specific ones that bother you? And then Jonah Hill replied with, yes, one that isn't of your ass in a thong. Yeah. And then he continued on with send- sending a longer one that says, plain and simple. And then he listed these things. If you need mm-hmm. the following, surfing with men boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men to model to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectful i am not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place Mm. of happiness i support it and there will be no hard feelings these are my boundaries for romantic partnership my boundaries with you based mm. on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Uh, just a little context. Uh, Sarah Brady is a professional surfer. Just so that yeah. before she even met Jonah Hill, she was already posting surfing videos, surfing all pictures, these all these yeah. things. Exactly. Uh, so let's talk about that. What are your thoughts on him listing these things and then saying, like, you can't do this if you want to be with me? I mean, like, I do respect people who have boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fact that... It's a no go or no go. Kind of like if you do this, I'm out. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it seems like it's not a conversation that they're having. It's more of like a deal. Yeah. Like a deal. If you don't do this, I'm it's out. It's an ultimatum in Instead a sense. of, yeah, it's an ultimatum basically, which is, I mean, I'm not saying that ultimatums aren't 
a thing in relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does happen. But for you to do that, I guess, at the start of their relationship, knowing that the person that you're getting into a relationship with is a professional surfer and would do that, you know, obviously would post all of her surfing videos online even before the relationship, it's a little weird for you to have that in the list when you already know that that's who she is. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk regarding the use of the word boundaries here uh, mm, because people mm-hmm. are saying like, I, you know, I don't know what side of Twitter I've been. I maybe because I joined uh, Threads, but I feel like I'm seeing the the side of Twitter that I never really see because all the replies <laughs> are like in Jonah Hill's. Uh, Jonah Hill's support, which is so weird to me Mm. because, well, A, boundaries, right, is really something for yourself. You you don't set boundaries for other people. You you set it for yourself. I think that's what I was kind of gathering from my kind of deep dive into TikTok onto this. Uh, It was it's just kind of strange that he knew these things about her regarding like surfing with men. Like she's probably done that. And there's nothing wrong with surfing with other men. Uh, exactly. There's nothing wrong with post, mm-hmm. you know, modeling because she was modeling before that and posting yeah. pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. I feel like that that happens if you're surfing. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah. That is so right. strange. And and for me, kasi, I think one of the issues here is it's yung tone because it's more of like shaming you, mm. shaming you for showing your ass you know, on your Instagram mm-hmm. instead of putting it in a different light. You know what yes. I mean? But still, that that can be... If you put it in the light of, oh, it's because I care for you. For me, kasi that sounds a little bit gaslighty. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? So. Like, don't do this because I care I for you. Yeah. <laughs> diba? <laughs> but then again, you know what I mean? Like, actually, I saw one of the comments on Instagram that says, you know, don't get into a relationship with a bad bitch if you don't want a bad yeah. bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then expect them to not be a bad bitch when you're in a relationship with mm-hmm. them. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I saw threads of, uh, I saw like a, a flight attendant who gave stories about her fellow flight attendants and how guys would chase after these girls, right? Because they love this like, you know, jet-setting lifestyle of this girl. <laughs> but then when they finally get her, they want her to change everything about her that they were chasing. It's so yeah. strange. Like, it was such a strange thing. Uh, but yeah. what about, like, so, for example, he has some point. I mean, he has in his points that he listed, like, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men and also sexual mm-hmm. pictures. I, I could see that being something that maybe... Uh, somebody could request from their partner if they were uncomfortable with like if they were uncomfortable with it do you see some sort of validity in him requesting some of these things i mean of course we don't know their relationship but i mean like if somebody said this to you uh would you be like oh maybe i should kind of think about my partner's feelings about this you know what i think for me it's really with how you say it to me Mm. it's such a big thing because for me it's sort of Yun nga eh, parang may parang shaming na nagaganap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Na parang why do you do this and you know, you're showing your ass and it, and you could have put it in a different way or you could have had like an actual conversation with me that hey, this is how I feel. Um, you know, put it in different words. Kasi parang for me it's like you said, it's an ultimatum and ultimatums aren't really met with positive not really, you no, know, not really. reactions. Mm. Hindi siya yung parang, oh you're so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, usually hindi ganun yung reaction ng mga tao when, when you give them an ultimatum. Mm. But I mean, we all have the freedom to do that. Yeah. And like like 
Jonah Hill has the freedom to say that, Mm -hmm. you know, the person at the other end of their relationship also has the freedom to say no, Mm -hmm. to say, wait a minute, this is who I am and this is what I do professionally. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's hard to do that when you're in the relationship because, you know, I feel like at one point we've all been there. Um, it's hard to say, na parang, okay, fine, I won't do it anymore. Yeah. Because what if that's really, truly what you do and who you are? And that's what, you know, the, the bills get paid because of that. It's hard mm-hmm. to say, just, you know, no, I won't do it. Yeah, she even made a point, like, because Jonah Hill's an actor, right? So she, yeah. what if she went, went along and did something similar and said, like, I don't want you kissing a, your co-star in your movies. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it would have been met with crazy like backlash, I'm sure. You know what? For me, I think it's it's one of the easiest things to ground a partner that does that when you flip it. Mm-hmm. When you say, "Okay, you do that to me, I do that to you too," then let's see their reaction. Yeah. Tignan natin if your reaction is the same. Because mm-hmm. if you expect me to just you know kind of like um, stop what I'm doing and say no to everything or say yes to all of your, you know, Requests, your, your yeah. list, then let's see how you feel when I do that to you. For me, that is, for me, the easiest, I'm not saying the best way, but the easiest way to ground the person you're in, you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with yeah. when they do true. that to you, when they do something a yeah. little bit awful true, to true. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in terms of the uh, just just a little more context to this, the screenshot that she posted was dated almost three years ago. So it's about two and a half years ago when this text exchange happened. So they, they haven't been together for a while. Uh, so some people uh-huh. are bringing up why now. Why is she bringing it up now? People are saying because Jonah Hill, I think, just announced that he's having a baby with his partner. So some people are saying, is she doing mm-hmm. this out of spite? Is she doing this to maybe give a reality check to his current partner there's a there's i mean i just wanted to add that as context as well just for anyone listening just so you know like it, it wasn't recent that this happened so it's been a, yeah. a thing and also because jonah hill i haven't really been following up on him lately except for when i see like his fire fits or whatever he's been pushing mm-hmm. this whole like um narrative of him going to therapy and stuff i don't know if you've seen okay. that i've read up on it recently but He's been going to therapy and kind of posting a lot of content about how therapy is, you know, making him change and feel different and be, you know, be more open and stuff like that. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Well, for me, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like it's, yeah, I mean, it's always a a personal timing thing. Like you can't be like, oh, you should have done it right away. You should have done it. Right mm. when that happened, because I mean, it could be a, it could have been traumatizing for her. And maybe she was yeah. afraid of any backlash. The reason as to why she posted it, uh, I'm not sure, and I don't think she's ever going to reveal why. But maybe she, like I was saying, all the news, all, and the, it, like, all the Jonah Hill, like being this righteous person kind of guy now. Maybe she's like, wow, I can't believe people are buying mm. this. Let me show you the his true colors. Maybe that could be a reason. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's why. I, I don't want to say that's exactly why she did it, but it could be, right? It could be. You know, at the same time, I think it's a. I think we shouldn't also be maybe shaming people also for, let's say they are in the journey of going to therapy. They are, you know, they do want to better themselves. And I want to believe that that is what is happening and not just quote unquote a narrative. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe he's changed. Um, maybe he has changed. I mean, he hasn't really directly responded to these uh, 
uh, these texts, like these texts that were posted. Yeah. I don't, as far as today, he hasn't really responded to it yet. Because I feel like you could be a good person. Yes, you could be a good person and still do this. You know, mm. yeah, you could be a person, you know, in recovery through trauma and, you know, all these anxieties or mental um, disorders and everything. But you could still be this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are two different entities. And I feel like... Also, what I like what's happening with this one is it sparks a conversation that's not solely um, kind of like focusing, no, not solely focusing on just Jonah Hill and actually saying that this happens to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. This is actually a phenomenon that is, to be honest, contradictory. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it doesn't make sense that. You know, people are attracted to this part of a person, and then when they're already in the relationship, they want them to get rid of that. So it's something to be really talked about. And that's why we're talking about it right now. Yeah, I think so too, man. Uh, any more final thoughts on this uh, Jonah Hill and his ex girlfriend, Sarah Brady, posting these screenshots? Would you say that this is something of an insecure behavior 100 percent, i think it is i mean this mm. I, I feel like mm. as if you are on the level of jonah hill you you i mean I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't be insecure but you are multi-millionaire you're wildly successful you're super talented you could get you know i mean in terms of dating or whatever like you you're you can probably get any woman that you wanted i mean yeah. not any woman but you can get a, you can get a woman that you want or anybody that you wanted you could be with somebody that you so if you are going to enforce this on somebody that maybe isn't like it doesn't seem like the right fit for him, if that's the case. But I'm sure there's somebody mm-hmm. who would be more than willing to, you know, adhere to these his ultimatum. I don't think it's the right thing to do. But why force yourself on into a relationship if you feel like I mean, if you have all the, you know, all the charisma and means and money or whatever mm-hmm. in the world to find somebody that maybe is more in line with your beliefs and more in line with your boundaries, as he calls them, right? Yeah, and and plus, you know, when you do get into a relationship, and, I, you know, I think what I always say to myself when I get into a relationship, you're getting into a relationship with a different person, like a separate individual. Mm-hmm. And they do have their own needs and they do have their own personality. Na parang, I should, because for me, sometimes I think na parang how I act, dapat ganun din sila. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. How I think they should act, dapat ganun din sila. But then I I remind myself na parang, no, they are their own individual person before you were mm-hmm. them. So on some level, yes, there should be acceptance, diba? Yeah, compromise. Acceptance. I think compromise is the compromise. biggest thing. Uh, it seems like based off of this text, he was unwilling to compromise, right? And I think that's the final say there. Yeah, the I and I want to end this with uh, a quote from this article from The Guardian talking about the whole Jonah Hill issue. Um, this article says, women are expected to play both whore and Madonna with the choice being left up to the whims of whatever thin-skinned man they happen to be part up with mm-hmm. at that moment yeah. and it's so savage but it's it true. true man it's true yeah i know a lot of people that just they you know they have like wonderfully beautiful like girls and women in their lives and it's like they want to keep them all to themselves and like mm. they're so afraid that to lose them 
that are like, you know, just don't do anything. <laughs> it's crazy to me because that's <laughs> I feel like it's counterintuitive. Yeah, I it mean, is. It is. I, of course, there's always, you know, if, if the if the partner ends up leaving them for another person, like I understand that fear. But you shouldn't if you trust them and what whatever, like, you know, a bikini photo is not going to mean that they're going to leave you, you know. That's just mm-hmm. how I see it. I, and I know t- I've seen I've heard a lot of stories like that where, uh, you know, my boyfriend doesn't want me to post anything. My boyfriend doesn't want me to post any pictures with any guy. It, it's kind of crazy to me. Like that still happens. And yeah. it, sh- it shouldn't. It shouldn't. So hopefully, hopefully Jonah Hill can work out whatever, um, you know, whatever kind of insecurities he might have. And if Sarah Brady, hopefully she has is able to move forward with somebody who respects her, her, uh, her whole identity, you know. And if you are going through this in your personal life, we do want to know how you kind of got over that hump with a person that you dated. Because I'm, I'm curious and I'm sure it happens a lot. Right? Yeah, maybe you have some advice that you could share that would be useful for Leche fans and anyone listening to this. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is. Okay. Shall we wapow? Wapow. All right, let's move on to the new logo from Pag Core. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. Before we get into this, um, look up the logo of Pag Core first right mm-hmm. now. The new logo. Yes. So uh, it's red and blue. just so you know, and you have a <laughs> just so you know and you have a visual. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so just so we start with okay, that. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> let's delve into the context. So, so PagCore or the Philippine Amusement and Gaming Corporation, you might know them like uh, casinos and whatnot. Uh, so they unveiled a new logo to the public uh, last week. Or no, no, not last week. This week on Tuesday in celebration of its 40th year. And they shifted from the green. You might know the green and yellow logo. I don't know if you guys have seen mm-hmm. the original one. But it's now a red and blue logo that is meant to incorporate elements of fire associated with energy, inspiration, passion, and transformation. So so actually, yeah, the Pagcor chairman and CEO Alejandro Tenko says that it symbolizes the flame that ignites change and drives progress. Mm-hmm. So the logo likewise reflects a beacon which symbolizes guidance, leadership, and direction. It represents a guiding light that helps people find their way. So basically, this is like part of the brief of whoever made the logo, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, whoever, I guess it was like what they wanted from the artist when they gave mm-hmm. him the, the thing. You know, it's been met by a lot of backlash because people are saying that it looks very amateur. And I think a big mm-hmm. reason for that is because, and although it's not confirmed, people are saying that this this logo actually costs millions of pesos. Uh, that's I think that's one of the reasons why it's been met with a lot of flack. Yes. So they say that it is worth 3 million. Pe- they were paid 3 million pesos mm-hmm. to make this logo. And I think that's where people got fired up because of how let's say, quote-unquote, simple it is, and it was kind of, like, amateurly made. Um, and then compared to the amount they were paid, yeah. obviously, people have some opinions about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And I did see a document that did say, like, an actual document, mm-hmm. a signed document, na, did say that, yes, it is worth 3,035,000 pesos of some mm-hmm. sort. Ganun. Yeah, I mean, for, first of all, 3 million is probably chump change to pagcor i feel like they make that in any given night at any other mm. casinos probably uh so in terms of the price but 
you know, as a non-graphic designer, I, I, I don't know. I don't I doubt I could have done anything better. But uh, the ones the complaints are really coming from a lot of graphic designers in the field who are like, wow, I, I think that they could have done better because a, you don't really know what it's what's symbolizing. It, it doesn't look like any sort of it doesn't look like anything like if you look at it. OK, so if we didn't read if you didn't read the the statement from the CEO describing what it was, would you be able to kind of understand the image, what it was trying to represent. For me, I, I really can't. I don't Honestly, know. Honestly, for me, for me, I thought without the brief, mm. I thought that it was just a P. Like a letter P. Ah, for it looks like a chicken diba? or a bird of some sort to me. Actually, actually, it does look like a chicken. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, but can you imagine if you were the person assigned to do this? And I'm thinking, and I do want to get the opinion of a graphic designer, professional graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were given this brief and you were given that budget of 3 million pesos, like what would you do? I was thinking, because this is the the final output that we mm-hmm. saw. But I'm thinking, I'm sure they made like different versions. They made it like a whole presentation out of it, an explanation why they would do it. Would there would it need a team? to do it would also it would it need like approval top of the line <laughs> yeah. equipment alam mo yun na parang iniisip ko kasi how people would justify 3 million pesos if that brief landed on your table as a singular graphic designer yeah. as an individual True. how would you do it na parang ikaw how would you do it let's say sabihin natin biyanan 3 million mm. pesos to host something I would do like a lot. I would do the most. Actually, I feel you'd like have to, I feel like I'd have multiple. I mean, who's to say? Maybe, we don't know if the designer came up with multiple things and finally, baka yan lang na na ano na approve ultimately. Hmm. But you'd think that based off just the initial reaction alone, you'd think there would be some sort of market research or something done before they actually decided. Don't you? Don't you think? I feel like they just like this I is mean, the one and let's go. I think talaga na parang maybe I don't want to say that I'm justifying or whatever because mm. some people are speculating na oh I know there's corruption going on in there mm. or whatever but I I would like to think that there's a whole bunch of things happened before this final output that's why that is the price cuz I I've, I've looked it up before because I I know there's that whole story I don't know if you know the story of like how the Nike logo was only sold for like $35 I don't know if you know that it was like $35, wow. $40 way back in the day, which was probably worth like $120 at the time when it was sold. Uh, but I looked it up. I was like, how much are logos worth? And I saw that some people in the U.S., for example, are willing to pay fifty dollars to $60,000 for a logo. Mm-hmm. And $60,000 U.S. Yeah. is 3 million pesos. So in terms of budgeting for a logo, it's not necessarily like out of the blue. So if, if, if there is talk about corruption or whatnot, I think we can maybe set that aside and say that this is a valid price to pay for a logo and some some companies are willing to shell out two three million pesos worth uh for a redesign especially if it's something that's going to be used uh and it's going to be iconic um Mm. so in that sense i think it's it's not i don't think we should be like kind of scoffing at the price uh too much in terms of you know i feel like we shouldn't focus too much on the price i think what what people are like we said, like, why was the reaction so negative is because most people don't really like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but don't you think I thought Kase, that the reason why it people's reactions were negative is because of the 
kumbaga how disproportionate the price is with the final with output. With the final output. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see, I could see I, that. But I just think it's, that's what I, I just thought. think it's ugly. That's, that's for me. That's the <laughs> thing for me. Like, if it looked nice and someone said three million, I would still be like, damn, three million. But I would not be like, three million, there's corruption. I'd be like, three million, it would have been worth it. If it looked really, like, if it looked right. like it was worth three million. And unfortunately, to a lot of people, it did not look like three million. But that's the thing is, I don't, I don't want to like undermine the artist as well. And I looked at, Obviously, I looked them yeah. up. And before, the, uh, this is from Rappler. So before redesigning the new Pagcore logo, the name of the artist is Dopi Doplon. And he designed mm-hmm. UST's quadricentil, quadricentin, quadricentennial, centennial, centennial, centennial. Yeah, centennial logo, as well as sev- another word yeah, we can't say, as well as several coffee table books. And if you look at the UST logo, uh, it looks really nice. It kind of has yeah. shades of the Pagcore logo. If it what if it looked like that, like I, I don't know if you can see, if you have an image of it right now, but if you look it up, just look up his name: D O P Y D O P L O N. You could see the UST logo that he designed, and it looks really nice. Uh, so the, the the person has skills, right? The person has skills. I just think that this Pagcore logo in general just does not look good. And I think that's also mm. me. Yeah, I would say the price is really something that people latched on to. But I just want to remind people that it's not out of the ballpark to pay that much for a logo. Right. And and. Also, we're not saying that, you know, graphic artists aren't supposed to get Charge paid that much. that much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, obviously, if that's the price, yeah, yeah. you know, that they <laughs> ask it, for, bro. then hell yeah, <laughs> of course. It. I was just thinking maybe that was the reason why. But obviously, I'm not questioning. I'm not questioning na parang, oh, you shouldn't be paid that mm-hmm. much. Because I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure a lot of things went into it before they decided that, okay, this is gonna be our, you know, our final thing, yeah. our final logo. <laughs> so the memes that have come out of this, uh, just so because we talked about the memes earlier. So a lot of people are taking the logo and kind of incorporating it into other brands, their own brand, their names. Sometimes are people just put the the logo and then incorporate with their names. So those are the memes that are coming out uh, in, in terms of you know what people are, you know, how people are making fun of this logo. And I don't know. It's some, some are pretty funny, man. I've seen some pretty pretty good ones. Uh, <laughs> I've only seen a few. I actually I've only seen like people talk about it, not really like the memes. Yeah. But what what have you seen? There, I, I've seen like some people use it for uh, like uh, selling food. I forgot which one it was, but they basically like changed the the thing into a, a chicken, and they're like let let yeah, yeah, yeah. manok <laughs> for sale, uh, re- brand new redesign, whatever. Oh yeah. my. Oh I mean, my. it just goes to show how creative some people are online. And you did say that yeah. you saw the redesigned Pagcore logo. And there are people who have been, you know, putting it out there like, hey, this is what how I would have done it. And I've seen some really good ones mm. that I, were, I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah, sh- yeah. probably should have been the uh, 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 at least one of the options that they went with instead of this final one. But then again, I mean, I feel like this is also like the young, parang, what do you call it? Like the identity of the designer. Mm-hmm. This is how he does it, or she. Dopey. Friend, it's a guy. Francisco Dopey Doplon yeah. of Print Plus Graphics okay. Services. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about it? And we want to know. We want to know what you guys truly think about the the new Pagcore logo. I think also at the same time, what else can we do? Diba? Except talk about it, obviously. But what else can we do? It's already 
they're already using it. Yeah, and who, at the end of the day, who cares, man? Unless you work for Pancord, yeah. does it really matter to you? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think so. And if you can demand yeah. that much, dude, I would be sleeping soundly. I don't care what you say about my design. Yeah, and I wonder what else he designs. Also, if you go to the Facebook page of Print Plus Graphic mm. um, Design, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> According to Rappler's article, it says here, as per online checking, uh, Mr. Doplin is the past president of the Design Agencies Association of the Philippines, an acclaimed graphic designer, read premier works for the Cultural Center of the Philippines, 40th anniversary logo, you got UST's 400 years fire mm-hmm. logo and all day supermarket logos among others. So, okay, so, um, I saw on Facebook somebody posted about Print Plus Graphic Services, and they did say that obviously this, um, this post is kind of like in the negative because he listed the red flags of the company with a three million contract, mm. three million peso contract. Um, they said that Print Plus was just newly registered on June 14, 2023 and a bunch of other like information about Print Plus. Because if you do go on Facebook, they don't exist. I mean, like they do have the page, but it doesn't really say ah, anything. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why there's a lot of like mm. they're, they're saying that there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. Oh, that's a good that's a good yeah. that's a good point. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never, we'll know. never I, know. But hopefully we do hopefully. know. Hopefully we do know because, I mean, I'm curious. I'm curious about this this whole company and maybe maybe they created this company to justify the 3 million pesos that they're about to get instead of just one human being getting the 3 million pesos. Because mm-hmm. as of now, that's what I'm thinking. Isang tao lang yung makakuha ng 3 million pesos. Yeah, if that's the diba? case. Yeah. If that's the case. But yeah. So hopefully we get like an update on this. But I think that's it. Yeah. Man. Shall we wapow to our final TT? Wapow. All right. Uh, oh <laughs> my gosh. So we are I know. talking about uh, Drag. Uh, what is it? Which, which which show was it? Drag Den? Drag Den. Drag Den PH uh, contestant Pura Luca Vega posted a Twitter video of their performance in their drag performance uh, in. Mm. Dressed up as Jesus and kind of performing to mm-hmm. the Ama Namin prayer. And I, I made mm-hmm. Rika watch the video before we recorded. So you have a fresher uh, perspective on this. Yeah. I watched it a couple days ago. What What do you have to say about this? To be fair, okay. So the Pura Luca Vega, I've seen, I've seen uh, her before in like different, um, in different videos. It's just that I mm-hmm. feel like this is... This became viral because of the Amanamin Amanamin remix performance. Mm-hmm. And it's just I think what I what I actually Googled right away when I saw the video is is this illegal? Is this a crime? Because we know that in the Philippines there are a lot of things that cross over from religion mm-hmm. to politics. Mm-hmm. Diba? Yeah. There are a lot of things that obviously because um, Philippines is a Catholic country, a mainly Catholic country. I'm not saying that it's just the religion in the Philippines. But apparently there is a blasphemy law in the Philippines because people mm. are calling this blasphemous. And blasphemy is the disrespect of a religion. But uh, again, that is another case. Na parang, is this drag queen disrespecting the disrespecting religion? It. When yeah. what if... 
it was a performance, just not in the way that we're yeah. used to, let's say. But like I said, it is true. There is a law, like a blasphemy law, quote unquote, in the Philippines. So it mm-hmm. is the arbitrary detention or expulsion, violation of dwelling, prohibition, interruption, and dissolution of peaceful meetings and crimes against religious worship. So, so based on the video, based on uh, the video, which the, uh, people have been defending as a form of art and expression, do you think it breaks that, uh, that, that law that you just read? Because I'm actually not sure. Because eh? I feel like it depends on the public outcry of the people feeling it's ko, very subjective oh, kasi subjective like, talaga siya eh, na parang what if not a lot of people don't really find this offensive or blasphemous then I feel like mm-hmm. will there be a case against Pura Luca Vega because right now there are um, there are articles that says you know like politicians who say that there's a warning of a criminal case against her because of that video mm. Um, I just don't know how strong the case will be. But how about you? On a personal note for you, do you think it was blasphemous? Here's the thing. I have to give a disclaimer because I, I, we did talk about it earlier in our chat. I said that I'm not very reli- mm-hmm. I'm not really religious, right? I, I'm agnostic. So to me, I because as someone who is not really that sensitive on matters of religion and whatnot, I can see why people are upset. Because if, you know, I, I, I feel like if I show this to somebody who was always, you know, went to church every Sunday, they'd be like, why are they doing it like that? I, I can see the out, why the outrage is happening. But on a personal level, to answer your question, for me, I, I don't really like it didn't seem like they were mocking mm. it uh, based on the video. But I don't know. I mean, and, and according just to give a little more context on this, uh, Luca Vega on uh, their Twitter space addressed the issue saying that her intention was not to mock per se. Feeling ko, I was very careful mm. when I did that because I don't want to come across something that's very offensive. I also did that intentionally to challenge our notions of how we worship or how we sing our prayers. Uh, was it offensive because I am a queer individual or was it for other factors? It was in no way trying to demean naman. So that was Pura mm-hmm. Vega's statement. Because honestly, all of the videos that I've seen is just her singing along to the song. And yes, there was mm. a version of the song, na parang quote unquote remix, na parang there was a beat. Remix there's version. There's a beat. Yeah, jukebox version. Pero parang <laughs> for version. me, yeah. you know, obviously songs songs are human made. You know, these these beats mm. are human made. So what is can you imagine na parang the first original version of that song was also a human who made it, a person who made it. Mm-hmm. So what is, you know what I mean? Na parang what is the difference when a beat was just added to it? Na parang does that mean it's already disrespecting it? Yeah, someone who's not familiar with the, uh, what do you call it? Because sometimes if you, like the national anthem mm-hmm. of the US, right? I, I feel like you're not allowed to mess with mm-hmm. the structure of the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the same for religious songs. Maybe I, I, cause I, you know what I mean? Yeah, cause I, I, eh. I don't actually know what goes through with it. Cause I believe, I believe it goes through a system na parang if you do want to make changes with a song or a prayer, it goes through a system. Eh. Like, like the whole, like they have to ask permission mm. in the Vatican or parang ganon. Oh, I think, no. <laughs> ne, I think may ganun no. talaga. Okay, I think, cause I do remember when they omitted a line or some sort sa, uh, our father, or some some prayer, they had to like announce it. I I remember, I remember it in church because I am a Catholic okay. myself. Um, 
but like it parang i think i'm in the in the realm of yeah i also do like to challenge my own religion but i am a believer of you know like the catholic church yes i am but i like challenging it as well cuz i believe ako personally naniniwala ako na you know it you know religion is a personal journey you know what i mean mm-hmm. like very personal siya to each and everyone that's why ako I like challenging it by, let's say, making traditions different. Kumbaga, parang ganun, like doing a different thing with religion. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't obviously, you know, go into it right now. But yeah, I do believe that when you ha- when there are changes in prayers and stuff like that, um, it has to go through a system. But I don't know with songs. I'm not sure. But honestly, when I saw the video, like you, I didn't really see anything wrong with it. I think the only thing people see, mm. you, the only thing people feel like it's wrong, it's because it's not done in a church. Or it's done in a place where, you know, be holy. You know, people drink and, you know, right. people do drugs there and people, whatever. I'm not saying that they do okay. drugs there, but, you know, people, yeah, you know... But- it could, it could, it could be. be. We don't it know, but um, <laughs> I mean, but people could do drugs in church. Yeah, that's too, true. So. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what struck a nerve with a lot of people, especially a lot of senators. A lot of senators went online, and uh, you know, uh, for example, uh, Senate Senate President Juan Miguel mm-hmm. Zubiri said, "In my opinion, this is the height of the misuse and abuse of our freedom of expression that borders." on criminal activity. And that's a pretty it's a pretty heavy statement. It is. And I even want that line alone, I kind of want to question f- first of all f- misuse and abuse of freedom of expression. Who parang ako ang question ko, who sets the bar? Where does it mm-hmm. end? That is always the question kasi when it comes to art. Cuz I believe this is an expression of art like any other thing that we do in the church, diba? we sing a song, we praise the Lord. Parang, for me, it's an expression of art. So who sets the bar and that mm. that is too much? Only humans, diba? Tao lang din naman yung gumagawa nun eh, for me. On the opposite center that's, and maybe not the opposite end of that spectrum, but you must, you must have seen those videos of like those really rich pastors in the yes. U.S., and they have these, uh, I don't know, it, it, for me, I don't want to offend anyone, but it, it seems like cult cult-like mm-hmm. behavior sometimes when they are just like people are being like possessed in mm-hmm. front of them and stuff at, at what point does that also kind of could, could you for example on the other end of things could you say that that is also misrepresenting or, or bordering uh like freedom of expression because it is a little bit it seems like a little bit crazy mm-hmm. sometimes when you see videos like that as well could that be something that would also be exactly. looked upon as as uh, bordering on what is it? What's the thing that he said? Bordering criminal on activity. Criminal activity. Parang <laughs> you you have to like you said. Who is the ultimate? Exactly. Judge sino of this? sino magsasabi? Because parang let's say ikaw, you know, let's say a senator says na up until here, hanggang dito lang yung pwede yung freedom of expression. Who says? Diba? Parang yeah. who gave you that uh, power? Unless there's a rule. Unless there's really a rule book where which dictates talaga, you can't do this, do this, do that. Parang wala eh. Yeah, like I said, it's like a, it's very subjective. And I think because, you know, faith and religion is such a personal thing that people really take it personally. People can take it personally. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I get it when people take it personally and they find offense to it. But I feel like there should also be kind of like an openness 
people who don't find it offensive. Because, I mean, I feel like you and I were on the same page where we, we're not that offended by this, but we can't, like, take away from people that who are offended by this. We can't, like, say, like, their feelings yeah, exactly. aren't valid. Because I get, I could definitely yeah. see why it would piss some people off. Like, I, I, could, I could understand it. Uh, and maybe it's because of their their upbringing or maybe because they were taught, like, to never use the, you know, the word, Lord, wait, name of the Lord in vain, etc. And maybe they see this as, like, overstepping but even some that, boundaries. And I can even really that, that line, who's, parang, sino mm-hmm. nagsaset ng bar na, when, when do you actually yeah. put the Lord's name in vain? Diba? Yes, there yeah. are some things that yes. clearly you're putting the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. But in other things, um, saan? Like, what is the actual yeah. definition of it? It is such a, it's a spectrum. Na I feel like I want to take the statement of Pura Luca Vega. Tama? Pura Luca Vega. That in her performance, she did not mean to offend. Ako, gusto ko gusto kong kunin yung statement niya na yun na parang, actually, hindi naman talaga ako ng offend and I didn't make it. I think, ano lang kasi, syempre natawa yung mga tao, but what if she didn't mean for people to actually laugh? What do you think? Well, I don't know if the intention was to not make people uh. laugh, but I think it was it was just meant to entertain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe people saw that as maybe mm-hmm. using entertainment as a form of, I, I don't know. I, it, 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 there's so many like thoughts that I could really put out there. But if 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 poor if poor Luca Vega said that she didn't mean to harm anyone, and it didn't seem like she was making any. I mean, based on the video that I saw, it it seemed more like a glorified performance Mm-mm. of like uh, in a different this, setting, this prayer Uh-oh. in a different setting. Uh, it, it it really strikes me, and I, I'll bring it back to the pastor thing. If you watch it, I've seen some pastor stuff. That is like this, like out of body experience kind of yeah, display exactly. of of religion. Because what if? Ito yung way niya of of pura Luca Vega's, you know, expression of her own faith and her own religion. Religion. What if, yeah. diba? Yeah. And you can't you can't say na parang bawal yan. That's not how you're supposed to express yourself, or that's how you're not supposed to like praise. Your, you know, your God, your religion that way. Because I think at the very core of it, I don't think that's how it is. Yeah, same here. But of course, we'll have to see who the ultimate judging. I mean, if if they do press charges, we have to figure like we have to really see how they how they deem it legal yeah. or not. Like, I'd really be interested in kind of dissecting what they if they do find this illegal and she gets into, you know, exactly. there's some repercussions. I'd feel like we'd have to really read into what was wrong with this. And can you imagine, can you imagine if, let's say, nobody took a video and this ho- whole thing happened? Nobody took a video. It wasn't online or anything. Then it wouldn't even be a thing. As is the case with most things nowadays. <laughs> you know, no receipts, nothing. Nothing, nothing happens. happens. So, parang, I think maybe the issue is also with how public it is. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, kasi uh, you know what? It is so difficult to discuss this and this and say na parang this is actually offensive because like I said for me, religion is so personal. Iba-iba tayo ng kumbaga levels of where we are in our own religion, where we are in our own faith. You know what I mean? Yeah, cuz for if 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 I know, if if there was some element of like the devil popping up, then I would maybe see more of a case, right? Uh, like if there's like a, some sort of devil Mm-mm. caricature in this performance, 
I, I could maybe be, I would see like, okay, this is kind of mm-hmm. crossing a line. Uh, but from what I saw, it didn't seem to cross a line. But that's, of course, that's from me who doesn't really go to, ch- I don't go to church or anything. And I can see why also, why people who go to church and they're like, and they're used to maybe, you know, the traditional way of doing things. And they see this, they're like, that's not how it should be done. I also see that's also a very valid feeling to have. As Alam well. mo, sa akin lang kasi talaga, I feel like there really is, there really is, um, a problem when there's some sort of change with tradition. Kumbaga yung what, how we do things traditionally. I remember, here's an example that I personally, I experienced. I remember going to church in a mall for the first time in my life. Narealize ko parang, this feels a little wrong. This, this feels like, parang medyo there's something wrong with, but obviously, so first of all, I was a kid when, uh, when that happened. Second of all, it happened so much already na nagmamask kami sa mall that it didn't feel wrong anymore at some point. But because mm. that first time that we did it, we went to church in a mall, it didn't feel wrong. It, it felt wrong. Parang dun ko nakikita, dun ko parang nafe-feel ko ano yung nafe-feel ng mga tao ngayon eh. Na parang there's a little bit of change in the the things we do you know, things traditionally. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, this is not something you yeah, see every day. Yeah, it's not something you see every you day. Know, this video, it's not something you see every day. Uh, but what if it was something that, that caught on? Like, what if what if more people did more of these kind of uh, performances that, and if they really mean it out of the goodness of their heart and they, and they really want to celebrate their faith by doing something like this, maybe it would be more accepted. Maybe. But the fear alone of being uh, labeled as criminal, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be something that's going to Actually, that is something else. <laughs> you actually, nagulat na, you know what? Actually, you know what? Nagulat din ako that there's actually a blasphemy law in mm. uh, in the Philippines. And blasphemy could extend to a lot, a of, lot things. of things. I feel like if, if this is the video that describes blasphemy, there's going to be a lot of people in yeah. trouble. I'm telling you right now, like behind closed doors, there's people that do some weird mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. man. And I, I think it's a lot more blasphemous than maybe what this Speaking video Speaking of um, preachers in the United States, I actually follow this one account on Instagram. And I feel like I've already told you about this. It's called Preacher mm. Sneakers, if I'm not mistaken, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And how much yeah, money how their, much, spe- their sneakers are. How much are? money yeah, their I've sneakers are, not just like their whole outfits and... And mm-hmm. it challenges like that idea, that notion that, you know, preachers are here to, you know, like obviously deliver the word of the Lord and everything, but they're also very materialistic. Parang ganon. Yeah. So for me, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's eye-opening. Opening. It's an yeah, eye-opening exactly. Account. So parang for me, eto ba? Yun ba? Blasphemy ba? But alam mo yun, yung parang medyo, yeah. It's a little difficult to discuss, honestly, and I feel like a lot of different people would have their own opinions. But we want to know your opinion, actually, about this. Mm-hmm. Always. We always want to know. So, you know, share it on our Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, and shall we wapow? I think yes, we're done with our TCs. Yes, All right, it's time to do some... Odd. Diba. Enrica G tagged me in this earlier, and it is a hoot. Yes. Okay, so I found this 
Facebook post that says, if you're bored, go to the Wendy's Facebook page. And then I did. And then I was thoroughly entertained. So go on the Wendy's Facebook page. This is not at all promoting Wendy's or anything. Because if (laughs) I love love Wendy's, Wendy's, but it's not at all promoting Wendy's. Because if you go to the Facebook page, it's not even talking about like their new Baconator or their new drink or whatever. It is literally (laughs) like a 15-year-old gamer's Facebook page page so the it's it's memes memes. and not just that i feel like all of the memes you'll once you um read all the once you go through all their posts you will kind of see that there are some kind of like characters quote unquote that the person who runs wendy's um is getting at so first like the first post is a photo of a curb and it says there ran over curb bob is okay and then and then the next post is 10 piece be with you. And then the next post is looking for a sewing thread. This new website is awful though. I'm guessing. And then <laughs> the website is like s- spelled differently. Like <laughs> And then um another post says rest in peace to purple milkshake victims. Comma 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 comma. Sorry for lose comma 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 comma. Couldn't be me. It is. Yeah, and that's a shot at the. I don't know if you you heard of this trend. One of the Lechi mm-hmm. fans sent it to us a couple of weeks ago. The purple milkshake trend is uh, something that McDonald's actually did. Oh no, no, no. McDonald's had a, like the grimace yeah. milkshake, and then on on TikTok, people were making like grimace milkshake challenges where they it, it looked like they were killed by the grimace <laughs> milkshake. It was so weird. <laughs> Such a weird. So basically, trend. I think Wendy's. This is like their whole social media. You know, um, what do you call this? Like shtick. Yeah. Kind of like um, memes and making fun of like the other brands, but not really directly. And it's so... It's got a very Ancas vibe to it. Like the early Ancas Twitter. But for me, it's a player of Roblox or some sort. It's a Roblox player or something. Just go to it. Facebook.com slash Wendy's, man. It's It's... The strangest Dude, this stuff. is the best. Um, Wendy's posted this house is a home with a photo of like a a wood uh, a parang wood siya na nakakarve yung pig and then it says bacon. It's so funny. <laughs> it is so yeah. funny. There's one that shows like the uh, the Wendy's like uh, yeah. coupons and it says you you have to read this. I could not put it down. <laughs> See, na parang may mga characters eh. Parang si Barb. There's Deb. There's Bob. There's like yeah, it is so it is so funny. And I don't know how far back it goes because when did they start doing this? Because it they have posts as far back as May. So at first when you first sent it to me, I thought they got <laughs> exactly. But it, it's <laughs> but they've been doing this for a long time now. I don't know when they started doing it, but I am all for. I feel like I I, I actually like the page just so I could be updated with whatever meme that they're gonna go with. I, I don't know, man. It makes you wonder. Like, is it is it working? They must, I feel it must like be it's working and I do want to see like how many people like their page right after that. But then again, ako, I already liked um, Wendy's even before. It makes me want to go get a Frosty. Right <laughs> after, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I feel like that really works, especially right now when a brand talks like an individual person. I really like that yeah, whole marketing like, scheme. Na parang kinakausap ka ng brand. Mm-hmm. Hindi, hindi siya brand it's an actual person behind it one of wendy's posts from may says what is a star sign 
And how do I get rid of it? <laughs> Bro, just look at it. This yeah, is just a call out for you to check out Wendy's on Facebook and just go through all of their posts. You will be entertained and confused at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that does it for some odd. Diba. And that's the podcast yay, for the yay, week, yay. friends. Thank you so much for listening uh man we've been we've been having some long mixes the last few mixes i know it's it's because of all the tts the tts are just getting hotter and hotter Mm -hmm. each week man and i don't even know if i want them to get hotter and hotter each week because i feel like each week we see something (laughs) awful and then we have to talk about it and i'm like i hope our world isn't crumbling into pieces. <laughs> Where are the TTs where, <laughs> right you know, now. a billionaire saved a billion babies and then shipped them to oh, new, new homes and stuff? Something like that. What, what happened to the billion babies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you to everyone who listened. Oh, gosh. Uh, anyway. A call to action. Please uh, rate us five stars. Um, what else did we What else did we have to promote? Um, go join our Facebook page. It's called the Halo Halo Show Leche Fam on Facebook. Uh, let sorry, mm-hmm. Facebook group. So you guys can post on there as well. And then we also have a broadcast channel on Instagram. So you know you see all of the the announcements mm-hmm. right away. What else? What else? Oh, email us. Email us. Yes, yeah, the Show at gmail uh, if you want, let your fan mail read here on the podcast. And also, uh, we, Rika and I have been uh, slowly discussing it, but uh, sometime towards our like new season, which is, we'll talk about it further probably next month, but when the new season of Halala Show comes out later on in the year, we are going to do some new stuff, but still keep the old Halala Show feel. Uh, but we want to do some new things that we, uh, we want to basically uh, be Gen Z. You know, we want to keep up with the Gen Z podcasters of the world nice. out there. And it, I think it's, it's really exciting stuff. So we can't wait to do that. And uh, your YouTube channel, what's going on with Art Climbs? Anything new? Yes. Um, we just we just posted a new YouTube shorts. I know. I feel like I'm just going against the grain because I feel like it would be better if we post on TikTok with the way that we post on YouTube shorts. It's just that I like YouTube. I've always been such a YouTube fan. So we're going to post on YouTube shorts. Go check it out. Our climbs. And uh, I have my solo podcast, which I haven't recorded in two weeks because I've been kind of busy. <laughs> but if you want to check it out, Teveza the Best also on Spotify. And that's the podcast. Uh, shall we extra song? I love the show. Bye. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.